Our most beloved TV shows are often cultural phenomenons. Seinfeld, Friends, MASH. These shows define decades and leave a lasting impact on viewers' lives. The Office has created countless memes, quotes, GIFs, and other content, but where does it belong in the beloved category? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the importance of The Office. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, for the first time ever, the Michael Scott of the Anything But Credible podcast, Keith. What's going on, man? How you doing? What up, world? Life's lit. Too lit to quit. Gang, gang. Bring it over the intro. I love it. Uh, so this is the first guest that we've ever had for the Going Off Topic podcast. How, how do you feel about that? Dude, I feel honored and uh, I think I need a Dundee. Ah, uh, yes. Good. <laughs> love the reference. That is great. So for all you people out there that uh, trivia years down the road when this podcast becomes something big, people are going to remember Keith was the first ever guest host on the podcast. What up? Yeah. So honor. we are here to talk about The Office, a topic that is near and dear to Keith's heart. That's why we wanted him on. Uh, the first question I'm going I'm to ask, give us a little background on your history with The Office. Where did, when did you start watching it? Uh, you know, just a little background. Don't, you don't have to go into too much detail to start off. Okay, this is going to sound kind of messed up. Um, I was not on the bandwagon at first. Um, I didn't start watching The Office until like the last three episodes of the entire series. Okay. I binged all of it on Netflix. Uh, after season one, I mean, I was hooked. Yeah. So, I mean, I binged it all and I caught up and I actually watched live with everybody else okay. the last three episodes gotcha. of The Office. So you've watched it all the way through once. Have you watched it all the way through multiple times? Uh, I am currently probably on my fourth time <laughs> right now. Uh, I got an office uh, trivia night coming up. Oh, so that's, I got to study up. Nice. Gotta yeah. Study up. I've always, you always see those things on Facebook promoting. And I've always wanted to go, but I, I, I don't know if I know enough about it yet. I've watched it once. Uh, I just recently binged it on, on Netflix. Uh, and that's what kind of spurred this podcast, this idea. I think it took me a little over a month to finish, which 30, about probably 45 days. Uh, I feel like I did pretty good. I went through it pretty quick. Yeah. They're 22 minutes. They have some longer ones in there. Most 22 minutes. It's just, we'll, we'll get into it later. But the, the one thing about this show, watching it, um, it's, it's so easy to binge. It's just, you put it on. It's just, it's, you, you just watch the time tick by. It is, man. Like you lose track of time. It's like you're in a casino. There's yeah. no clocks anywhere. You're not even paying attention to what time it is on your phone. It's just, I, I don't know how they do it, but they just keep, keep you so glued to the TV with all the jokes and everything else. Like even you look at the characters in the background and they're yeah. making funny faces and doing crazy shit. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So I will, uh, you know, I, I, I recently, I mean, I'm very late to the game, I would say, cause most of the people that I know have, have watched it. Uh, my wife, I would say was probably the reason I did watch it. She badgered me forever to watch it. Uh, and I finally, you know, I was always like, oh, I don't know, I've seen episodes on TV. I kind of watched it in and out when she was watching it. So I was like, you know, I've seen most of them. But then, I mean, I'm I'm really glad that I did watch it because, like I said, uh, it's definitely up there for one of those great TV shows of all time. And we will get to that later. But first, I have a little bit of uh, background on The Office. You know, it premiered 
in 2005, ran on regular TV to 2013, nine seasons, 201 episodes. I couldn't find exactly when it was on Netflix, but I did find an article that said it's been on Netflix for over 10 years. And I did find something that NBC is actually thinking about starting their own streaming platform. So the office may not be on Netflix much longer. I know. And that's why once, because I heard they announced it like it was supposed to leave like a year ago, but then I think Netflix bumped up uh, the amount of money they were paying yeah. NBC. I think it, I think it got around friends money. Yeah. It, I think it, it was like a hundred mil yeah. for the entire series. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the awards that the show won, it was nominated for 42 Emmys. Jeez. How many do you think it actually won? Uh, you know what? I feel like the Emmys disrespected them. They won three. They won five. Five. Nominated 42 times and only won five. That like that blew my mind. I was very surprised at that. I don't, for some reason, people just don't respect comedy. Yeah, I agree. I think you're 100% right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, all the uh, drama shows and uh, those type of shows, they always do well at the Emmys. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, the, like you said, the comedy just doesn't get the due, uh, the due respect it deserves. Yeah, it doesn't get the love. Yeah, it, so it has nine Golden Globe uh, nominees and only won one. Wow. Which I even, I, I even thought nine nom- <sighs> nominations was pretty low uh, for being on nine seasons and over 200 episodes. I thought that was pretty low. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it's just... I, I, even people that maybe have not watched the whole show uh, but have just picked up... I mean, it's on regular cable, regular TV constantly. You can turn on probably six different channels and it's on. Yeah, it's on so, everywhere. Yeah, even people that have watched it sporadically, I think they would even say, you know, talk about the importance of the show. And if you were to say, you know, it won, or it's been nominated 42 times for Emmys, how many has it won? I think a lot of people would take 15, 20, just because they know the importance of the show, I think. And, you know, award shows aren't a great uh, measurement of a, a show's success because a lot of it's political, a lot of it's silly stuff, but five nominees or five wins and 42 nominations just seems downright disrespectful. It is, man. Okay. So we're going to jump into, we have a couple questions, a couple categories that we're going to jump into. The first one that I have is about, we're going to start with characters. Okay. Prop, arguably the most important aspect of this show, I would say is the characters, the, they're so memorable, the connectivity that the viewer has to the, to the characters and the interaction between the characters seems genuine and real. It seems like you could walk into any office building or even any job. I mean, at my job right now, we've talked about, oh, this guy is Kevin. Oh, this guy is Dwight. So it's just, it's so easy to relate. And I think that's one of the, maybe arguably the biggest reason why this show is as great as it is because the character development, the interaction, the connectivity. I think after the third season, you can really, really tell that all the characters start to glue together. You get Creed actually saying lines. Yeah. You get uh, Meredith getting more lines. You got Stanley, you know. All of the even background characters became memorable in that show. Like, Creed is some kind of phenomenon, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, People love him. Yeah. And uh, the way they introduced the new characters in, kept them around for like... You know, three episodes like uh, Idris Elba. He, yeah, yeah, he was really good in it. And then, uh, you know, I think it was like a genuine family feeling, somewhat yeah. like a small company office. Sure, you know, 
And just overall, this is my favorite show. So I feel like I even know these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, when I did finish the show, and I, I kind of get this way when I finish any show, but I was kind of not like depressed, but I was like, man, I'll never like see these characters, see these episodes for the first time again, because you just feel like you're hanging out with friends. You're hanging out. You're just like one of them. It feels yeah, like. Yeah. 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 And I love how they break uh, the fourth wall. Yeah. You know, and they just <laughs> yeah, right to the camera. Yeah. yeah. There's so many moments in that show where they're doing those little interviews and they're so memorable. People, oh, yeah. people bring up all the time. Uh, and one of the things, you know, I, I was originally written down was that the names like Jim and Pam and Dwight, I will never look at those names. Like if I know I have a friend named that, or if I see somebody or meet somebody, I'm gonna be like, the first thing I'm going to think of is, Oh, the office. Like, I'm not just going to be like, Oh, Hey Jim, how are you? I'm going to be like, Oh, this like the I office. might call him tuna. Yeah. If I ever meet a Jim, <laughs> I might be like, what up tuna? <laughs> and you know? my God, hopefully they understand the reference. Yeah. If I, not, it'd be very depressing for everyone. Yeah, man. I, Mm, I don't think we could be friends. That, yeah, that's that's the thing. If you if you were to say that to somebody and they just kind of gave you that blank look, you'd be like, oh, I don't know if we're friends anymore, man. I mean, it's a, that was that was strike one right there. Strike like, one, two, and three. <laughs> like unless they told me, like, dude, you got to stop. I get it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one thing. Like I understand it. I get it. That's one thing. But like, if you just don't get it at all, no. Yeah, we we can't be friends. Yeah, we can't so, be friends at all. Another character type thing that I have is is it possible this was maybe the hardest thing for me to do is it possible to come up with some kind of character power rankings for your favorite characters and when I was sitting there last night thinking about it writing it out I came up maybe it would be better to do like a tier system based on screen time so I think the four like if you had like tier one characters you would have Jim, Michael, Dwight Pam. and Pam those would be your tier one tier yeah. two you would go with Mm, Nard dog, you can add yeah, Nardog yeah, at, yeah, at the one. end he gets in, yeah, yeah. Uh, tier two, you could kind of do Daryl, Creed, Kevin, Stanley, Phyllis, and then you know, I you just kind of go down from there. You have these characters that pop in and out, um, Gabe, Aaron, um, just those the it's, random IT guys, yeah, like the three the big, IT guys that yeah, they had, yeah, they just get brought in. So I, I just I wrote down the character power rankings and then I just without even thinking about it I just wrote down the names that came to my mind first so my rankings are I think you're going to have a problem with this okay my number one okay I have Jim Michael Dwight Daryl Creed Kevin Stanley Phyllis and then Pam oh that those are my my, my a quick because I, I I thought about it a lot and I was like oh man you know maybe Michael's my number one and then I was like no, maybe Jim's my number one. So I, I cleared my mind. I watched something and I came back and just write it, wrote it down real quick. And that was what I came up with uh, as far as my power rankings. I, now, you know, I didn't include some of the secondary characters. I just did like the quick, uh, what I have, nine, I think, nine or 10. I also love I that quick. how we both forgot Angela. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's so tiny, you can't see her. It's true. Angela, Oscar, they're very, very important characters. But yeah. Uh, it that is interesting that I I just got down to Pam and I was like yeah that's good I didn't write it down because uh I mean arguably Angela and Oscar I mean they were just they were long just are around just as often as the other characters yeah so it's very funny that you bring that up that I did forget about not necessarily forget about but I just didn't but, include those yeah, yeah yeah um I will give you my top five okay 
Okay, Michael for sure, number yep. one. Yeah, number one draft pick for sure. Uh, Dwight is my number two Okay, for sure. Uh, three would be... I got to go Jim, and then Daryl, and then Nard Dog. Yeah, see, Andy, Andy was another character that when he got added in, it really brought a different layer to the show. And he was still, it was still very, very good. Like when he was first on there, I was like, ah, oh, maybe, you know, he's kind of over the top. He's kind of ridiculous, but he definitely fit in over time and uh, added. I think another interesting person that we both added, we might have both, we might have had him in the four spot for both of us was Daryl, a character that starts off as a secondary role and then gradually gets bigger and bigger as the show goes on. I mean, he's really memorable and. Uh, just a great character arc, but not many people really discuss and bring up when you talk about this show. So I think us, you and I having him in the four spot, it's pretty telling. Yeah, I, I he started off with very little lines. Yeah. Very little. Him and uh, actually one of my favorite stand-ups, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill, was also uh, a warehouse worker. And uh, both of those two... The those two had such a good back and forth with Michael, yeah, in like the first couple seasons, and uh, once Daryl got moved to the office oh, upstairs, yeah, yeah. It, it it just skyrocketed for him. I I don't know why they decided to make that move. But yeah, wow, that was a great move because it, he's got some memorable moments in the show. Yeah, it definitely uh, I think helped the show, and like I said. In the early seasons, Michael would go down to the warehouse and they would he would make a joke or something and Daryl would just give it right back to him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, gradually he definitely becomes more of a bigger character. And when I first started watching the show, you know, I know who Craig Robinson was from Pineapple Express and shows and movies like that, but I had no idea he was even in this show. Oh, really? And I was you like, had no idea. No, I had no idea. When I first started watching, the first time I saw him, I was like, oh my God, I had no idea he was in it. And I was by the end of the show, I was like, I can't believe no one really brings him up and talks about him because he really is, uh, in my eyes, one of the best characters from the show. Just from memorability, from uh, lines that he has. Just like I said before, I think his overall character arc, his growth is really something that um, you got to pay attention to. And if, I, I'm sure I will go back and rewatch it. Those are the little things I'll pick up on the second time going through. So do you have... That's all I have for characters. Do you have any uh, topics, anything oh, I, you'd like to bring to the I table? Got, I got a hot take. Okay. Uh, we were we were texting about this episode before, and uh, I had told you I had a hot take about uh, Jim and Pam being yes. assholes. Okay, yes. Uh, let me explain it. Uh, Jim, long-term relationship, just ends it uh, with uh, Karen. Yeah. And then uh, Pam, like, Calls off her wedding. I mean, I get it. Roy was an asshole, but you were still going to marry this man. And Jim also broke up a marriage. I mean, that's yeah, kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the way Jim just constantly shits on Dwight from the first episode, <laughs> okay. he had Dwight stapler. Yep. In a thing of Jello. In the Jello. And everybody, you know, is just talking shit on Dwight. Dwight's just trying to be the best employee Dunder Mifflin has, which I get. Does he go over the top a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. And, uh, you know, overall, they just kind of team up on everybody in the office. Yeah. They constantly make fun of Michael. They're constant antagonizers. Uh, the episode, I just watched it the other night where uh, Oscar and Michael were debating about the the whole China debate. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. Um, Jim's just egging it on the yep. entire time. And then for Jim to think Dwight's the asshole at the snowball fight episode. <laughs> no, Jim, you started it. Yeah. You went outside, you scooped up a snowball, threw it right in Dwight's face. And, you know, he had just had enough and he yeah, finally true. retaliated. It's true. So that's just a little bit. There's there's definitely more. Oh, how they don't want to invite all their friends to their wedding. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Like, never heard about any of their other friends. Well, Jim had his roommate friend. Yeah. At like the second season or something like that. But, you know, these are the only people they interact with. How are you going to not invite the entire office? And then you're going to move your wedding to Niagara Falls, hoping, <laughs> hoping the entire office doesn't come. Yeah. That, now that you bring it up, that is interesting. Uh, he definitely, Jim definitely eggs on whenever there's a conflict or uh, just something in office that, that's going haywire he's definitely the one that eggs it on wants to keep going wants to amp it up to another level oh yeah now you did mention the snowball fight for dwight uh does outside of that moment does dwight ever really get this is a question that just came out does dwight ever really get his revenge or get his due get his due i guess you could say for the work that he does and the <laughs> amount of shit that he puts up with. I guess he does become like office manager for a little while, he, but but it's not long. He he does become office manager um for a little bit and then he sh- shoots yeah. a gun in the office. <laughs> but uh you know, at the uh, end of the series Dwight is office manager. It's true. And uh you know, the overall nice guy that Dwight is. Oh yeah. Dwight also uh, saved Jim from being attacked by Roy, sprayed him in the face yeah. with pepper spray. Yep. And at the end of the episode or end of the series, he also fires Jim and Pam to give them a bigger severance yeah. package yep. and everything like that. So, I mean, Dwight comes out smelling like roses in my that's mind. That's true. Man. Yeah, that's true. All those points you bring up are very true. I, I just feel like, you know, it, unless you like, I never really thought about it until you just brought up all those points that he does do. Does do a lot of the good things. Does do a lot of the right He goes out of his way for a lot of yeah. people. He's a genuine the series. Yeah. yeah, he's a genuine nice guy. You know, he's uh, he does get under people's skin, but I don't think he's uh, doesn't do it on purpose. He wants he wants to wants the best out of people, <laughs> except when he shoots the gun in the office. <laughs> he also likes weapons. A yeah, yeah, too much. The, some but. of those some of those like uh, cuts they do where they're like getting the weapons out of the office uh-huh. in like multiple episodes. Those are so funny. Just the amount of weapons he has <laughs> and the randomness of the weapons or some of the best parts where they're like, Oh, oh yeah. they like lift up the couch and there's like nunchucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what's your uh, favorite opening sketch? Oh God. I didn't even look at it. Uh, g- give me some examples. Let's see if, um, I, if, it, if, if one can like one shake recycle. I think they call them oh, Psychotron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, Halloween, I love the Halloween ones. Yeah, yeah. The Halloween, yeah. the old, the holiday episodes openers are always great. Oh. When they all dress up as Joker. Yeah. Uh one that I don't I don't know if it's actually an opener but where uh Creed has like a bunch of blood on his shirt and he's like, "Oh, this is Halloween. <laughs> How convenient." <laughs> it's just it's just like lines like that. But yeah, yeah, the Cyclotron, I think is his name and all the holiday, definitely that Halloween episodes are the ones that stand out. Yeah. Oh yeah, those uh, are great. What about you? Do you have an opener that sticks out? Uh, 
the one where uh, Dwight's prepping the office for the fire drill. Oh yeah, and yeah. he smokes the cigarette and he goes, "Today smoking <laughs> saves lives," and he throws it in the trash bin. Oh yeah, That's... heats up the hand, the door handles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, God, there's just there's just so many memorable moments and so many memorable episodes that I mean it, we could sit here for hours and talk about the the memorable <laughs> episodes, but. Uh, one question, uh, another question, you know, besides Steve Carell, uh, John Krasinski, and I guess you could throw, I don't know her name, Ellie, the girl that plays Aaron. Ellie Kemper. Yeah. And I guess Oscar Nunez, uh, he's a State Farm guy, which I never knew until I watched The Office. I was like, oh, that's a State Farm guy now. <laughs> you know, why hasn't any of the other characters really, why do you think they haven't really done anything outside of The Office? I think Rain William or Wilson tried yeah. to. He was in the Meg, which. Oh, he was. He is in the Meg. Oh yeah. man, I'll have to check out the Meg. Of, well, you should have checked it out already. But, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, he is in the Meg. Great. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, um, I was just wondering. You know, I, that was a question that came up to me. Well, I guess uh, Mindy. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Uh, Bj Novak. Um, I guess you're more talking about the secondary characters. Yeah, Angela like, had a little stint with a makeup line i forget okay. if it was l'oreal or maybelline okay forget that um yeah i couldn't tell you why to be honest with you um i think creed just kind of was <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah it's like i don't even know if that guy's an actor if he just like saw like just wound up at wherever they were shooting auditions and he was like all right yeah cool yeah. i'm here for this like <laughs> i have no idea kevin um, you know, I, I've, I've never seen Kevin in anything else outside of this. I feel like the rest of the characters, they haven't been typecasted. Yeah. But like they have, <laughs> they can only be casted in certain, certain roles. Sure. And I feel like there's already more established people in those roles. Yeah. So that's, so that's the thing that I came to was when, you know, if you see, for example, if you see the guy that plays Kevin walk into an audition, you're like, oh, that's Kevin from The Office. Exactly. You know, he's that, it, and you might not even mean to do that, but. Uh, it's just something that just goes in your mind, like, oh, that's Kevin from the office. You know, he's he's supposed to be funny, he's supposed to be whatever, and he's doing like a serious role. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's yeah. gonna fit for that. Just talk about your chili, man. Yeah, just talk about your chili. <laughs> chili. <laughs> Another great line. Uh, you know, I was really surprised Michael or Michael <laughs> Steve Carell <laughs> was able to get away from the Michael yeah. role. I mean, that. Yeah, that's. I mean, one of. I mean, we could say top. 10 for sure maybe top five like most memorable characters of, of a television show oh yeah easily i mean he hands down yeah he car- i mean there's there's multiple episodes early in the show i would say he definitely carries the show where it's you know the the, the early seasons are kind of feeling it out seeing what's going to be and like maybe, like you said i think maybe by season two season three that's where they really hit their stride but for those early episodes he really carries everybody and he's like you know, I'm gonna make this work if and it, it's gonna work because I'm working. And it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. Work. So he had to have worked his ass oh, yeah. off. And you know, it is it's it's great to see because he's done some some com- he's done a lot of comedy, but he's also done more serious roles. That I think after the, when the when he was done with the Office, if you were to say, oh yeah, this guy's gonna go and play a serious role, a lot of people would say, eh, I don't know if it's gonna work. But yeah, he's he's really had a great I mean a great career. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, wasn't he just uh cast? Uh, what was that? Vice. Uh, all I don't about Cheney. I don't know if he might have been in that. I yeah. thought he was in that. He might have been. Yeah, I think that. Uh, well, I know that what's his name plays Dick Cheney, but yeah, I think I did hear that he was in that. I know he's in another. 
maybe it's, it's a, it might be the big short or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was in the ago. big short. Okay. That was a good movie. Yeah. yeah, and he's in that. And, you know, he just has one of those careers that it's very interesting. I, I don't think he really gets the, the, the credit that he deserves from um, just the diversity of the roles that he's done and really the, the way that he's kind of made his career into something more than just Michael Scott from the office. Yeah. And even John Krasinski, I mean, he, what a career now. Yeah. Like, yeah, that guy's a monster. Yeah. Like physically too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's so funny when they do, you know, those like throw flashbacks to earlier episodes of the office. And he's like the skinny guy with long shaggy yeah. hair. And you're like, and there's the way that it he gradually like grows. And it's very interesting to see, but yeah, I mean, he did, um, the Quiet Place, he directed and starred in it. And he also did, uh, what was that TV show on Amazon Prime? He was like a secret agent. Oh, uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, yeah. Yeah, that was he pretty good. That. I didn't watch any of that, but I, I mean, it was very interesting to see him play a more action style role. Oh, it was so, um, 13 hours. Okay. It had uh, him and uh, Roy from The Office as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were both in it. Really good movie. It was about uh, the attack on Benghazi or something yeah, like that. I remember that. seeing about it. And when I first saw it, I was like, dude, Jim, yeah. you're not going to be able to pull this role off. But and then I watched it. I was like, holy shit. This, yeah, you, you're you on to something, bud. You could be a pretty pretty good action star. And uh, it also produced uh, one of my favorite memes. Okay. It was uh, Jim and Roy looking at each <laughs> other in the 13 hours movie. And they're like, Pam's in trouble. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that is favorite. great. But yeah, he's, uh, and it, it's, I mean, he's not young by any means anymore, but I feel like his career is really starting to kick off. I know they're doing a quiet, another quiet place movie. Oh, really? Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where his career kind of goes from here and, uh, what kind of roles that he does. Because I mean, if you were, like you said, if you were to show me the office and then say, yeah, this guy's going to star in a, I guess horror drama movie. I would say no. There's no. It's not going to work. But yeah, the quiet. I mean, the quiet place is one of the best movies that, or one of my favorite movies that I've watched recently. So it'll be interesting to keep tabs on his career and see where he goes from here. Uh, another question that I have is about the script and the dialogue. How much of this show do you actually think was scripted and written out, and how much of it was ad libbed? Uh, just. You know, they turned the cameras on and whatever happened, happened. You know, I want to I want to think that a lot of it was ad-lib, but I think a lot of it was written. Um, I think uh, BJ Novak, Mindy Kaling, uh, Toby, actually. And uh, there's another character that, oh, I think it was Moe's, uh, <laughs> Dwight's cousin. <laughs> yeah, of um, Wrote, actually, a bunch of the scripts. And, uh, I, I think it, there was some, there was obviously some improv going sure. on. Um, but I think they stuck to the script and then, you know, like some of the, the bigger actors like, uh, uh, Jim or Michael kind of ad libs on some of it, you yeah. know, but I think for the most part, most of it was scripted. Since what I was leaning when I first, that question first came up, I was leaning towards maybe it was, uh, most of it was kind of ad-libbed, but the more I thought about it, I think a lot of it was written. A lot of it was scripted. I just think maybe the moments like the, where we talked about the opening scenes before the, uh, before the intro, before the song, I think maybe those might've been, it was just like, Hey, here's a 
bare bones thing of what we want you to do and go for it and see what happens because some of those scenes, I mean, like you said, they're absolutely hysterical and they're just yeah. so funny. I think just with the actors they had and as the show went on, I, I think it definitely kind of opened up for them uh, as far as, you know, they gave them the more freedom to do what they wanted. But yeah, the more I thought about that question, the more I was like, oh yeah, it might, I think more of it was scripted as opposed to, you know, some of these movies we see like Anchorman where they, they come out and say like, most of it was just ad lib. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. I wish, uh, maybe I, may, I, I didn't look it up, but maybe after this, I, I'll look it up and see if uh, any of the actors from the show have actually came out and said, you know, oh, this was, you know, 50-50 or 75-20. That'd be interesting to know. Uh, the next uh, little category I have is, now I have a little article here, Jim's best prank. Jim's Do you have one that comes to the top of your mind? I, ha- I have a list uh, on BuzzFeed, 23 right. of the best pranks Jim pulled on Dwight in the office. Uh, my favorite prank was when Jim was in uh, Nashua. Okay. And uh, he was sending the faxes oh, yeah. to Dwight with <laughs> Dwight's own uh, uh, watermark. Or He's whatever. from the future. Yeah, like it's Dwight from the future. And Dwight runs over and slaps Stanley's coffee cup yep. out of his hand because Jim says it's poison. <laughs> yeah. Future Dwight yeah. says it's poison. <laughs> yeah, that one is on this list. And one, like I said, one of my favorites. When I, I was scrolling through this and last night, and I was just, I was laughing hysterically because just reading the headlines on these and being, and it, it just takes you back to that moment when you first saw it and you're like, oh man, it was so funny. Uh, the first one, are, it goes from 23 down to number one. When Jim puts Dwight Stapler in Jello. And you said that was the first episode, correct? Yes, that was the end that's, of the first episode. That's hilarious. And Michael so, says you got to eat it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Jim tells Dwight the impersonator he hired is the real Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man. The these, stripper episode. Yeah, yeah these great. will these will just bring back <laughs> memories. When Jim stacks Pam and Dwight's desk to form quad desk, <laughs> just three desks on top of each other. Uh, when Jim tries to convince Dwight that Dwight smoked weed. <laughs> oh yeah. When Jim tricks Dwight into fighting himself, he's <laughs> in the middle of the office just throwing punches. <laughs> Uh, what's another? When Jim attaches a 500 foot wire from the back of Dwight's computer to a telephone pole, oh, and he climbs up the entire pole, follows it all the way out, and then it shows the cutscene of Jim talking to the camera, and <laughs> it zooms in on Dwight. He's outside climbing the telephone pole. Uh, let's see. When Jim sells Dwight magic beans at a garage sale, oh, the that's garage a sale classic, episode is one yeah. of the best. Yeah. <laughs> I started with a thumbtack and traded my way to a telescope, but in a way, the t- most valuable thing here wasn't the telescope at all. No, it was this pack of beans. <laughs> They're just nothing. It's just no, no magic, nothing. Uh, Ooh. Which uh, one the, got? the garden party. Yep, that's Where, on here. Yeah. He gives him the book oh, of rules. Oh, that was a rules. great one, yeah. He gives him the book of rules, yeah. When Jim gradually increases the weight of Dwight's telephone. You oh that yeah, one? that's a good one. Yeah, he was putting uh, nickels nickels in, in the headset. Yeah. yeah, that hits him in the head. Uh, when Dwight finds all of his desk items in the vending machine, oh, that, was, <laughs> that was a good one. People just come in and buy stuff. When Jim conditions Dwight to expect an Altoid mint every time he hears a computer the, chime, yeah, that was oh, so that was a classic. Just gradually, as he as he does it, he just reaches over. Uh, when he write when he wraps his things in Christmas paper. And Dwight goes to sit on the desk and oh. it just collapses. That's that's a great one. <laughs> I think that was the first Christmas episode. It might have been. Yeah. 
when Jim convinces Dwight that he's turning into a vampire. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, there's the garden party was number five. Yeah. What at the garden party when he has to prominently announce each guest oh, as they show. <laughs> that is my favorite. Oh. When Jim sends faxes to Dwight from future Dwight. <laughs> that was four? Yeah, that's number four. So okay. just, who are you faxing so early in the morning? Uh, let's see. Dwight, at 8 a.m. today, someone will poisons the coffee. Do not drink the coffee. More instructions will follow. Cordially, future Dwight. <laughs> and the next scene is him running across the room <laughs> knocking Stanley's coffee out of his hand. When Jim dresses up as Dwight. Oh, that's a yeah. Good that's yeah, a good yeah. Uh, oh, Asian Jim. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh number two. that's a classic. Yeah, I forgot about Asian Jim. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, hats, hey, hats off to you for not seeing race. <laughs> and number one is uh, when Jim tells Dwight he can't be his best Menche because Michael Scott is there. Yeah. That, that's a good one, too. That's but, a really good one. Oh, prank. man. There's some, of those, uh, some of those scenes, some of those pranks, there are definitely things that at work we've definitely not that elaborate but we've definitely thought we've definitely come up with some pretty good pranks on people that are just oh man they're funny and a lot of them are definitely uh, inspired from the office oh yeah uh another question that i have just real quick that on the characters that stanley you learn that he's a total scumbag oh he is like, a he's scumbag. literally yeah. one of the worst people like just human beings on planet earth but everyone loves stanley I don't get it. Like, it's just so, it's like, he's just, I feel like everybody in an office can relate to him before yeah. they've had their coffee. True. But like, Stanley's like that 24 seven. Yeah. Cheats on his wife. Cheats on his <laughs> mistress. <laughs> Brings his mistress around to like parties and stuff. And it's like, and it, it's just like, that's the one thing when I was watching that I wasn't like really paying attention to. And I, I was pretty deep, like pretty far into it. And Ellen was like, you know, have, she's like, have you paid attention to how like of a scumbag Stanley is? And I was like, no. But now that you bring it up, like my whole character like ranking system has been flipped on its head because he's oh, just yeah. a piece of shit. Like he is an asshole. It's so funny. But every every meeting, he just sits there, does his crossword puzzle. The episode where he <laughs> he gets up and just yells at Michael. Did I stutter? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like when that happens, oh man, it's just, uh, he just I, it, it, and it's not even like. You're not like, whoa, like what just happened? Like I, I, I just busted out laughing because he's so quiet most of the time that he stands out in the middle of, in the middle of the meeting and just cusses him out. And it's like, oh, this is hysterical. He's like the worst employee ever. Yeah. All he's talking about is when he gets to quit yeah. or retire or when the <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he gets to leave. Doesn't even pay attention enough to know that he's like uh what was the episode where they switch out his coffee with orange yep. juice and then they see what all they can throw it has, over? No, yeah. yeah. It's just does just oblivious, man. And that's what um, just constantly clock watching too, just waiting yeah. for five o'clock. And when everybody's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I guess we're have to shut down. The office is going to close." He starts packing up his stuff, and he's like, "I've been waiting for this day forever." <laughs> like it's just so funny, you know. You 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 can all think of. I know everybody out there listening. You can all think of that one person at your work. Where you're oh, like, yeah. oh, that's Stanley. Like if this place like caught fire, that guy would be like, "Well, I, screw it. I guess I'm retiring. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm out of here." Run. Yeah, yeah, it's just. It's just so funny. One episode that I do have to bring up is before we get, I have uh, two final questions. Okay. But before we get to those, I have to bring up the pretzel episode. Pretzel day. Pretzel day. Oh, man. That's, that's one of the favorites. When they talk about it's everybody runs <gasps> down, just drops what they're doing and goes for it. 
it just reminds me, uh, you know, it's one of those things like when you're in high school or, uh, and we, the, you know, it was like a, like a Papa John's pizza day or something at school. Oh, Everybody's yeah. like, yep, I'm getting that. And it's the same thing at my work now where if we have somebody that retires, they get pizza and cake and everything. And everybody, they'll call us all at noon. Everybody's like, well, screw it. We're going to eat. Like yep. the, the work just completely stops for about an hour. And everybody's like, yep, we're <laughs> going to eat pizza and cake and just sit around and talk. And that pretzel day episode, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the best. Uh, now, before we get to my final two questions, do you have any other points, questions, topics that you'd like to bring up here? Uh, yeah, I okay. have one more thing. The amount of food Michael Scott eats without gaining weight. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, is people are always constantly saying, like, yeah, he went through three pints last breakup. <laughs> he ate a whole chicken pot pie for lunch <laughs> and passed out. And, like, <laughs> his breakfast in bed, yeah. where he burns his foot. Like, <laughs> yeah, the amount the of food Michael Scott consumes throughout the entire yeah. uh, uh, series. Is ridiculous. Well, that's the and you know you don't they don't bring it up all the time, but they do bring it up a lot. And you're like, well, if they're bringing it up this much, you know, this is just a normal thing for this guy. It's yeah. not like it's like, oh, he had a whole pot pie for lunch. And it's like <laughs> he probably does that at least once a week. Yes. <laughs> and then his pretzel order. Yeah, <laughs> can I get everything? <laughs> yeah, it's every pretzel. How does this dude not gain weight? That's a very that's a very great point. He must be on one hell of a training regimen. <laughs> I guess, man. <laughs> well, he does play a lot of hockey. Yeah. Or he did play a lot of hockey. <laughs> All right. So the final two questions that I have. Now this one, I think Steve Carell actually talked about this. If they were to bring the office back or try to film it today, how much different would it be? And could it actually work in today's climate? Could never work. Yeah. It could never work, especially season one. Season one, I cringe at some episodes. Yeah. It's like, oh, Wow. Wow, I haven't heard those words said in a <laughs> long time. And it's only, it, like I said, it, it came out in 2005, so it's not even like 20 years ago. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like some of, yeah, some of the things that are said are definitely cringeworthy. So even if they tried to bring it back, it would be, it would, I mean, it wouldn't even really be worth it because it would be such a different show. The jokes would have to be totally different. And that, I mean, it's definitely for, I mean, for the best, but yeah, uh, if they could still roll with the same jokes, I'd still laugh. Yeah. But, (laughs) uh, I actually heard some fun fan fiction, uh, on Reddit about, uh, how they would bring the office back. Okay. So Jim and, uh, Daryl would be down in, uh, Houston, I think. Yeah. Or it was Austin with athlete. I can't remember where they move them. Yeah. Cause it wasn't the headquarters was in Philly. And then I think I think you're right. I think they did move to Houston. Yeah. I th- okay. So it would start off with Jim and Daryl in Houston, and then uh, athlete would be suffering, and uh, they would have to call <laughs> in the greatest going. salesman they know, <laughs> which is Michael Scott. Yeah. And then once Michael Scott arrives, Michael says, "Jim, I need the rest of the office here." Oh, that would. And then you get a whole episode of them trying to like go get Stanley out of retirement traveling around yeah. and then like dealing with like Bob Vance and Phyllis <laughs> Bob Vance refrigeration <laughs> yeah. Vance refrigeration <laughs> every time yeah and then <laughs> and, oh man it would just be great I like I, ah, man that would be a great spinoff if they were 
I mean, now it's too late, but yeah, that would be an awesome spinoff to where if it, like, they went down to athlete and tried to and had to recruit just like one season. It would be great. Well, could you just imagine Michael Scott recruiting athletes? Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would <laughs> that be would hilarious. Be the best thing ever. Oh god, yeah, man. I really now I really wish that would have happened. That spinoff. I never heard that, but that that would be. Fantastic. Oh, this was just fan theory on Somebody Reddit. Just, it a, yeah. just a Reddit user like, oh, this would be an awesome premise for it. Yeah, I shout do. out to that Reddit user. I can't remember yeah. your name, but that was amazing. When I, I do read love that. that. Yeah. Now the last question uh, we're going to close the show with here is the thing that we ended or ended the intro with. What to you is the importance of this show, and where does it rank? Not even not not just on comedy, but where does it rank all time for you as far as TV shows that you've consumed, and maybe uh, just content in general. You know, movies. Uh, and TV, where would you put it all time for you? Uh, all time for me, this has to be damn, 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 damn. That's hard. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, you could just say you know top five, top three. You don't, you don't have to give us. A, it's for a, sure a, top a three, but I want to say it's like one A, and okay, then like one B would be like Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah. So it's it's right up there. I, I mean, you. like you were saying, like the cultural side of this, like. Just knowing somebody that has never watched The Office is such a rare thing. Yeah, it is. Like, everybody has at least seen one episode. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's... I would be extremely uh, surprised if there's one person out there that hasn't watched at least one episode. Because, like I said, even if you don't, you're not big on it, even if you're not a huge fan of it, you know, you're going to go to somebody's house. You're going to be with your significant other. You're going to go just turn it on the TV. And it's, gonna, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Everybody watches it. Everybody's seen it. I, it, I mean, if I don't, I don't know anybody that's not, even before I watched all the way through, I've, I mean, I definitely watched just random episodes where they were on TV. So oh, yeah. I would love to hear if there's anybody out there that's not watched it. Like I said, it's 22 minutes. If you haven't watched one episode, that's really interesting. Really surprising. Yeah, I mean, whenever I'm feeling like kind of down in the dumps, man, yeah. I, I'll just turn on like, uh, you know, Threat Level Midnight yeah. or, uh, you know, just a random episode Electric I love. Electric City. Oh, oh <laughs> dude. Yeah, where he welcomes the other branch. Yep. In. Yeah. Uh, so many good episodes that'll just cheer you up yeah, instantly. Exactly. Just instantly cheer you up. It always puts me in a better mood. Yeah. Always. So that's, you know, I'll, I'll go kind of off that with the importance of the show. I think it is a very important show. I would definitely highly recommend everybody out there watching it um, from beginning to end. I think it's it's really interesting to watch those first couple seasons and watch where it ends up because you see the characters get better. You see the writing get better. You see the just the, the actor, actress uh, interactions. They just seem more natural. They seem more real. Um, and it's so easy to relate to. Like you were saying, if you're having a shitty day or whatever, you just pop this on. I, you can pop on any episode. You're guaranteed to at least smile a couple times because oh, the yeah. stuff that happens is so funny. Even on a an episode like the wedding episode. I mean, there's still stuff where it's just hilarious. But yeah, yeah I think that is the real importance of the show is the relatability. Um, and I know that everybody out there who works in any, any kind of any kind of work that you do, you can think of all the all the characters that we named, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy's Jim. That guy's Stanley. Oh, that's Phyllis, our receptionist. Like anything 
I just think that's the biggest takeaway from the show is the uh, relatability of the characters and the just just the way the show progresses. And for me, where it ranks all time, you know, I've watched. I'm a big big TV guy. I watched a lot of those TV shows, so I've seen you know Sopranos, Game of Thrones, The Wire, uh, all the you know most of the top shows. And I would definitely rank it top five for sure, uh, in in that cluster of uh, greatest shows of all time. Just because it's, I think it is a very important show. Yeah, and I think it <clears throat> produced a decent amount of spinoffs. You know, like you can argue and say Parks and Rec yeah. was a spinoff. Mm-hmm. The Community was a spinoff. It, there was just a bunch of shows that tried to mimic it. I mean, Parks and Rec did yeah. a really good job. Yeah, that was a really good show too. But, uh, you know, The Office kind of sparked all of that. Yeah, and those I think those are the shows, you know, the ones that paved the way for the future. You know, you look at Sopranos, you look at The Wire, you look at those type of shows. And I don't, I don't really think people think about it with comedy as much because people are like, oh, yeah, I've seen comedy before. But it definitely has paved the way for shows since then, the comedy side of things, um, where people have picked it apart and took taken little things and put it in their shows and it's like oh yeah that was from the office and it's it's and you're like yeah you know that's a throwback that's a, a an homage to the office yeah and i also think it is like the last great sitcom you might be right yeah i don't think any any like uh, major broadcasting company can ever make a sitcom like it again and i don't think there ever will be a sitcom like it again because everything's going to like a Netflix slash HBO yeah. style. You're right. You know, and, and I don't, yeah, it's the last great sitcom in my mind. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great way to end. I, I definitely don't think we're going to eat, eat our words on that one as the, as the last great sitcom. So where does The Office rank for you? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know your comments about the show, uh, where it ranks all time. What should our next topic be? You know, we're always looking for ideas, uh, ways to get better. Let us know. Shoot us an email goingofftopicpod at gmail.com that's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com make sure to hit that subscribe button leave us a rating and review that definitely helps us out Uh, let us know what we're doing well where we can get better we're always looking to improve check out anythingbutcredible.com for all the going off topic podcasts the blogs and of course the anything but credible podcast episodes of course shout out to Vizard Beats for the intro and outro groove and as always keep it off topic